This is Real Estate Greatness with your host, Nate McLean. Started real estate career in 2008. Like many successful team leaders, it was an era of crashes. It was a time in which the housing market fell apart. And it started with the banks, Lehman Brothers, and the stock market, and the housing market soon followed, and we come to find out that was the reason. And in this story, you're going to find out that the people that learned how to sell homes in this part of the industry, the hardest part of the industry, came out the other side with the business, the prowess, and cash flow to start teams and start lead generating. A lot of the people during the recession had to get into the bank-owned world, REO world, short-sale world to make sales happen. They had to work with sellers that had very little equity to negative equity. Many of my sellers had to come to the table with money, right? And in today's market, people getting into the industry today, they're working with sellers that have equity. They have money to pay the commission. So negotiating commission is about the competition, what other people are charging versus what they can actually afford, what they can actually walk away with. And that's the principle I'm going to start episode one off, a really deep principle in that the hard things are the secret. You know, the hard things about the hard things, the most important thing should always be the most important thing and the most important thing to anyone in the real estate industry in any industry is seeking out the hard things other people aren't willing to do in any marketplace many of my friends that have real estate teams now are that are in the top 250 teams in the nation top 100 teams in the nation dug deep started in the recession and through that failure they learned now the whole concept of failure being good is something that I'm struggling with because when something becomes pop culture culturalized it becomes nomenclature right it's it's just so common like you embrace failure they lose the purpose of that saying when people say embrace failure it's not how to get over it that's not the purpose of it it's not how fast can you get over failure because people are developing the skill of getting over failure by avoiding it or justifying it rationalizing it or and even disguising it disguising failure meaning disguising my excuse of the failure by accepting it and owning it in words only but not actions this is the this is one of my biggest problems i have right now with growth and learning is people are really really good at embracing failure and owning up to things but not changing their actions right so you know, an after-action review, what happened, what went wrong? Well, what went wrong is I could have done better. I own that. 
and they might even identify where they went wrong, but they don't change their actions. So it's something that's really interesting to me. And I want to go back to failure because failure was going to happen in the recession. You're go- it's going to be tough. Your every sale is going to be hard. Every sale is going to be a knockout, drag out battle, not just against competition, but against yourself, against the, the marketplace, against interest rates, against equity positions, against rising inventory and in other homes on the market, against foreclosures and short sales. It's going to be a battle. And agents today, they don't have the same battle. They're looking for the easy sale, the easier sale, the easiest sale. They never grew up in the environment or maybe they have amnesia and they were in that environment where you knew every single one was going to be a battle. And we didn't call them failures, right? We're, we're getting into the listing. We're getting into the buyer relationship during the recession. Not to fail and fail because failing's you know part of the subculture now. We're getting into this, this thing to win. But it's going to be damn hard. It's going to be ridiculously hard. And the only way it's going to happen is it falls on me. The only way it can happen in this marketplace is I'm going to have to take massive action and never, ever give up on it. Even when I'm faced with others giving up. During the recession, everyone would give up on a transaction. Everybody. The listing broker, the buyer broker, the buyer, the lender. Everybody's going to give up at some point. I know it. I know going into it, someone's going to give up. And I got to be that rock. The waves are crashing on that. They cannot move it. I'm that rock that is reinforced in the ocean that it just cannot move. Not even the ocean waves can move me during this transaction, during this process. You know, if a home doesn't sell in today's market in two weeks, people are freaking out. This is 2020. So timeline this, marketplace 2020. People freak out if it hasn't sold in two days, two weeks, two months. You're getting canceled. What if you knew that listing is going to take 80, 90, 100, 200 days, 300 days? There were, were there were listings I knew that if I took this listing, it's going to be two years before it sells, and I'm going to be in it till the very end. And people are going to want to give up. They're going to want to quit, and I'm going to be there. And so we call them failures now, like they're good things, right? Like the, it didn't close, but I sure did fail, and I sure did learn a lot, right? Here's the thing about this is how I want you guys to look at failure. It is about learning. Making mistakes is about learning. It's not a failure. It's it's just learning. But if you don't take that experience and change action, then it's nothing. It's not a good thing. That's just making yourself feel good about failing. Because we have a fear of failure. Massive fear of failure. And, you know, we've we've come up with this excuse that I learned, therefore it's okay. Right, We took our biggest fear that's going to drive you, that's going to propel you, just going to eat at you every night and day. It's uncomfortable. Hell yeah, it's super uncomfortable. That failure is uncomfortable. But it can really make 
massive action, massive productivity, right? But we've masked it, masked it with, it's okay because I learned. And we lost sight that, yeah, learning's the process, but not just not succeeding at all is a problem in real estate. See, in 2008, I knew I was going to fail. I knew I was going to learn. I knew there was going to be mistakes, but I wasn't going to get up, get, going to give up. And I kept my sights on the goal, and that's to close the transaction, to get the relationship, to maintain the relationship forever, forever. And this is one of the foundations of real estate greatness. It's the mindset to be there at the end. It's the mindset that you want the hard transactions. You want the properties. You want people to quit. You want to be the person that is there at the end. So throughout this journey of real estate greatness, we're going to break down skills, tactics. We're going to talk philosophy, human nature, human psychology, finance, money, travel, lifestyle, relationships, awareness, proficiency, leadership. Everything it takes to be, to operate at the highest level in the real estate industry, which coincidentally is this, are the same skills it takes to be C-level, CEO, COO of any industry. The skills I want you to develop listening to this podcast are the same skills I want you to bring to an interview of a Fortune 500 company. When they ask you what's your background, it's not just I sold real estate, I'm a realtor. Your skill level, your skill set is I am not just an entrepreneur, again, a term that's been watered down, but I'm a leader of people and I understand multiple disciplines. Being specific won't get you a job. I was specific at one time. I flew 747s. I was so specific in my skill set that when I when that airline went under and I went look to look for another job, no one would hire me because my skill set was specific to flying airplanes 747s. Even though it was very complicated, they didn't see the transition. But if my skill set was, let's say, leadership, human behavior, human psychology, finance, uh, statistical data, analysis, thought, translates to all industries. And that's what you're going to get from Real Estate Greatness Podcast is you're going to be able to transition yourself to any industry. Because I know a lot of people that they got into real estate not because they wanted to, because they had to, or they got into it because it sounded nice, but it wasn't the end of their life. It's the beginning of their life. So stay tuned for more episodes. I'm Nick McLean. If you like this podcast, like it, comment, review it, share it. Share it with somebody in the real estate industry. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Instagram. Share it on Twitter. Let people know about it. And tune in for our very next episode.